It's episode 15 of the Rim Pro Report. Today, Bill Blyle of Delaware Valley Archives, the news, and a little bit more. Let's get her done. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Yep, this is me, Tom Adams. Wow, we're here again. Thanks for listening this week. Glad you're taking the time to keep up to date uh, on the industry, what's happening, and the stories from it. I am really glad you're here. Man, it's been a warm one in San Diego this week. Actually, Southern California has been in record heat in term, crazy amounts of heat, highest on record that uh, L.A. has experienced. San Diego has been boiling, and San Diego never gets hot. It never gets this hot in San Diego, especially in the area I'm in, and man, it is hot. I know the rest of the country boiled all summer, and San Diego and Southern California was pretty cool, but this week, well... It's our turn in Southern California to get the intense heat, and we're feeling it. So uh, thank you to all of you for feeling sorry for us here in Southern California. But, um, yeah, we're making it through. No worries. Don't worry on our behalf. Hopefully you're doing great and enjoying the uh, start of the fall. This is now officially the fall season in North America anyways. And uh, the Northern Hemisphere, for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, I'm I, I realize you're in a, a different place, but whatever you might be and whatever you might be doing, uh, I hope you're doing well and hope you're enjoying it. We're going to spend some time talking to an industry newbie today, and, and this is kind of cool because we really haven't done that yet on the show. I think sometimes it's helpful to go back and hear the stories of the people who are starting out, just getting going, and it's it's a good reminder to us to know where we've come from, and I think it's also helpful to know in this industry that their startups continue to happen. I, I know it's easy to get sort of jaded by the fact that there's huge amounts of acquisition happening, and space is constantly rolling up, and uh, the, you know the big players are out there fighting it out for the little guys, and the reality is there's always new people coming coming into the industry, always out there. And man, they're out there fighting like crazy to to make it and uh, working hard. And Bill Blyle, who's the president of Delaware Valley Archives, is one of them. So we're going to talk to him shortly on the show. You know, I, I love great stories. I love industry stories. And I think the cool thing is that this industry is full of so many of them. There's, there's, I, I get the chance, uh, not only through the RIMPRO report, but also in the consulting work we do and the work we do in the industry to hear many people and, and hear their stories. And I think that's, uh, that's pretty incredible. So, um, yeah, I, I'm interested in your story too. I would love to hear your story. I would love to hear what's going on in your world and maybe a little bit about what you're doing because that that's interesting to me. And I know from talking to many of you who are listening to the show that you love the stories too. So yeah, I'd love to hear your story. I got an unbelievable story to tell you. Absolutely incredible. 
Oh, Woody Allen. Wow. That is, uh, yeah. Well, 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 what's your story, Woody? I'd, I'd love to hear it. I, I really wasn't expecting you on the show today, but hey, I'd uh, love to hear your story. My job, don't get me started on, because I, it really annoys me. I'm, I, I was not cut out to be a worker. I'll tell you right now. I, I, I feel physically inadequate. I, I, my whole life, I've never, I've never been able to lift more than 10 times my own body weight. And, and when you get down to it, handling dirt is, you know, is not my idea of a rewarding career. Yeah, well, I, I can see that. Uh, Woody, uh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of you stopping by, but those aren't necessarily the stories that we're interested in. Uh, I know you're probably still trying to sell your ants movie, but um, I, I, uh, I don't know why and how that fits. But for the rest of you, you know, if, if you want to tell me your story, I'd love to hear it. Okay, enough with the silliest. Seriously, I, I try and run a proper industry show around here, and you know, I, I, people show up. I, I realize my Hollywood friends are invited. You know, open door policy here at the uh, the Rim Pro Report Studio here at Flourish Press, and I, I know some of them just show up. You know, San Diego is a cool place to be, despite the fact that it's hot down here, and they just show up. But I, I think you know the the sort of bizarre instances of of people like Woody showing up. I I kind of get frustrated by that, but, um, oh, well, I guess we'll just get on with it. I can't believe it. I just don't believe it. I know, Gilbert Gottfried. I can't believe it either. I, I, I'm, I, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to run an industry show here. Well, rumor has it that the Prism Nade conference uh, went really well. I'm going to try and get some feedback on it in the next uh, week's show. Uh, maybe give it have a chat with Prism president Dave Herrick if we can, or someone that attended, maybe Jim Booth or Bob Johnson. I don't know. I'll try and get somebody on the line. I can't get to them today. Uh, they're out, uh, I think, still sort of relaxing in Greece. But if we can get any of those people on the line, I'd love to hear what, what went on in Greece and any cool stuff that happened there. And you know what? Lots of other interesting guests coming in the weeks ahead. I, I can't tell you who they are. I'd love to tell you who they are, but, but I feel it only appropriate to, to sort of keep that silent until they're officially booked. Well, I, I'm trying to be a true friend, Fonz, but uh, I, I just don't feel it's appropriate. So I think ultimately the best bet is to subscribe to the show. So you can go to rimproreport.com and if you want, just put your email name into the, uh, the little box in the RimPro Report website and we'll send you an email every week just to keep you updated on who's coming on, on to this the next week's show or that week's show. And if you have an iDevice or use iTunes, you can actually download the show automatically. So you don't even need us to tell you. It just shows up automatically in your device as the latest podcast, and you can listen to it. And we've also got now, uh, I think as I mentioned last week, we're now actually um, subs um, syndicated on the Zune network through Microsoft. And so if you have a Windows uh, Microsoft device like a Zune player, you can actually get us that direction. And going forward, we're going to keep providing as many possible alternatives for you to hear this show on a regular basis. So, hey, keep with us. Keep uh, hanging in there. And we would love to make sure that you're involved in the best way possible. And as always, love to hear from you. Uh, if you're an industry vendor 
and you have some, some things to share about what you guys are doing in the industry, please let me know. Uh, you can contact us at the website on our show or by the web form on the, the, uh, the website or by our show hotline. And you can get that very easily at rimproreport.com. I'm not only the heckler president, I'm also a client. Yeah, and so, uh, Cy Sperling, you're really not an industry vendor, although there are a few people in the industry who need the hair treatment. All right, it's time for the news. Let's get to that now. All righty, some interesting things happening this week. Uh, Looks like Peter Pierce's company, Retrievex, has acquired Kinder Records Management, a division of Kinder Moving and Storage in Evansville, Illinois. Uh, Subsequent to their Cincinnati purchase uh, a little while ago, that now uh, gives Retrievex seven locations in their uh, footprint, sort of moving inward into the heartland of the U.S. So, uh, Retrievex continues to grow. Shred Ahead uh, is expanding again. Shred Ahead is a, a really, uh, I, I keep seeing them growing really rapidly. Tom Hanlon and John Chapman's company uh, keeps growing leaps and bounds, and they've just opened a new field office in West Palm Beach. So they now have, uh, I think it's around 30 locations, best I can count. So congratulations to uh, the team at Shred Ahead. Data Chambers was just named one of the fastest growing companies in the North Carolina triad. Congrats to Andy, Nicholas, Lawrence, and Chris over there and the rest of the team at Data Chambers. You know, it's hard to move in the rim industry these days without somehow seeing them or touching them in some way. Those guys are flying down there. And uh, congratulations to them on being one, named one of the fastest growing companies. And that North Carolina triad is, is not a slouch of uh, economic zone either. So to, to be doing that well is a real, uh, a real pat on the back to um, data chambers. If you get a chance, it would be really cool to, to get to see them. Uh, I know Prism is having their Media Vault workshop this year, October 19th and 20th down uh, down there, and the Data Chambers tour is a, a big part of that. So if you can get a chance to to get there, that would be fabulous. Hey, the Nade Board approved a $2.4 million budget. Wow, largest budget they've ever had in the history of the association. So good on Bob and the uh, the board for pushing that forward in a significant way. Highland Software has purchased privately held the CSC Group, uh, provider of business and clinical healthcare software and document conversion services. Uh, CSC Group was founded in 1964 and uh, really work in the area of helping uh, their offerings include revenue cycle management solutions, fully integrated ultrasound reporting and imaging products, and data and document conversion services. Uh, AJ Highland, the CEO of Highland Software, is continuing down the path to being the dominant player in the healthcare ECM space. And this, another acquisition this year, continues to um, provide that for them. Hey, this is a kind of cool story. The Crowley Company of Frederick, Maryland is celebrating 30 years. Uh, they've been experts in the micrographic space for a long time. Uh, then they moved into digital conversion and related areas. They've got approximately 150 employees, and uh, the firm is generally considered a world leader in archival preservation and imaging systems and serves a ton of vertical markets that produce or protect media and records. 
the Crowley Company has scanned hundreds of millions of images from government institutions and agencies, universities, publishers, corporations, private collections, and others. Uh, they, they promote the fact that their big clients are the Smithsonian Institute, Getty Images, Time, ProQuest, and Harvard University. So happy 30th anniversary to the Crowley Company. And you know this this is a, a this is a great addition and I I just want to say it because I, I think it's so cool. Steve Knight, who is the operations manager at the Data Vault in Kentucky, uh, Dick Gladden's company, Steve Knight just published a kid's book. And uh, Steve Knight uh, is a uh, is great guy, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to Steve Knight for getting a book published, a kid's book published. Very cool. Congratulations, Steve. Way to go. And, you know, finally, this is not necessarily industry news, and it's it's more personal news, but I know many of you are sporting the new iPhone 4, and you're all excited about that. But being uh, willing to counter the, uh, you know, the intuitive logic of going with an iPhone, I actually got a new Droid X phone this week. And, oh, my, I know some of you Apple types are passionate about your phones, but this puppy is a serious contender. Uh, at Flourish Press, we use Google Apps as our back-end uh, email management system and document management system, and uh, the Droid phone just completely integrates with all that with basically one-step uh, setup. Uh, open, open, not closed like the Apple, and man, I can get in there and do some really interesting things. So I think, man, you know, it's a piece of news, and it's not necessarily the most exciting industry news. It's my news, and I'm happy to share it. Hope you're doing well. Hey, if you've got news, let me know. Love to hear it, and I'd love to share it with the other people on the show. So that's it for the news. We're over and out. I am really uh, feeling good about our guest today on the RIM Pro Report. His name is Bill Blyle. He's the president of Delaware Valley Archives. Billy, there. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Tom. Hey, welcome to the RIM Pro Report. I am glad you're here. I wanted to talk to you today because uh, I think you're in such a different place than many of the RIM service company owners or managers or people running their businesses that that we talked to because you're in a very different place. You're in what I might consider early phase startup mode. Um, And that's uh, definitely an interesting place to be. So I I was really interested in talking to you because I want to remind those who are listening uh, that this is where many of you came from. Uh, and in some ways, it's a very different world than where you came from. And so mm-hmm. that, that was the nature of wanting to talk to Bill. Uh, Bill, tell me a little bit about um, what Del- Delaware Valley Archives is about, where you are, and what you're trying to accomplish. You know, what, what are you mm-hmm. doing right now? Sure. Um, well, we started, I guess, um, uh, not, not I guess, I, I know we, we have um, a self-storage facility and uh, the self-storage facility is a, um, is a very robust, established business that enabled us to, to get into the, uh, to the RIM business. And as much as that, uh, this whole idea started as a result of going to Vegas for the self-storage convention okay. and uh, attending a breakout and, um, that was uh, talked to the merits of, of records information management. And so we were we were intrigued, and we did some research, and uh, 
um, next thing you knew, we threw a business plan together and, and we got started. Those throw a business plan together things are quite interesting, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't. It was, uh, you know, it was a lot easier when we start to think about the uh, getting into the business, and then when we started um, all the due diligence and, and and that kind of thing, it became um, a little bit a little bit more involved. Yeah, yeah. So, so what? When did this? This was a couple years ago. You went to the self storage convention. Um, yeah, this was probably, I guess, three years ago. Okay. And uh, so we 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 actually, my partner was the one that um, was. Uh, was intrigued by it, and uh, uh, my background was not in the records information uh, industry. It, it was uh, more of a, of a corporate background, corporate sales and marketing with various uh, uh, companies, and, and, uh, but he had asked me because um, he's involved in a couple other things that if, if, he, if we pursued this, would I come and, and partner with him and be the face of the, uh, for the company and and have somebody out front trying to drum up sales and so on and so forth. And uh, so I did my little bits of research and found that it, I was intrigued. And, and uh, so we were we connected with the, the file man, Carrie McGovern. Yeah, well, he's been and, on before. Um, yep, yep, and, and had a dialogue and, and then uh, uh, brought him up to Philadelphia area and sat down for a few days and, and uh, that's where that's when it got started in earnest uh, about uh, a year, eighteen months ago. Okay, cool. So you're eighteen, let's say, eighteen months in. You're eighteen months in, and yep. you're attempting, and you're out on the street selling what? Well, we we tried to Tom keep it very simple. Okay. Um, and we we started off with uh, just document storage, um, document destruction. Uh, we did recently um, partnered with Kodak and got some imaging equipment in here and we're doing we're offering document imaging as well okay cool um, but we try to, uh, to the best that we can is tr- we, we try to keep it real simple because um, in the startup phase as I say our, our resources are somewhat limited yeah and um, certainly from a from an HR perspective you know we don't have a lot of feet on the street and things like that so we wanted to keep it as simple as possible. Okay. So let, let, let me, before we kind of explore some of the things that you're dealing with in terms of this whole startup phase that you're in, tell me a little bit about your history. You, you said that you came from a corporate background, but give me a sense of what that is. It, it, did it have anything to do with records and information management? No, not at all. Really? Not what was all. it? I'm, I'm totally uh, a novice when it comes to... Uh, <laughs> Records information management. It was. It was primarily. I was the national sales manager uh, for two companies in my my whole work history, um, and uh, the latest being um, Hunter Douglas Window Fashions. Really. And yeah. And so we were. We were. Uh, uh, I basically brokered uh, the the window covering uh, arrangements with uh, the national builders throughout the country, like you know Toll Brothers and and companies like that wow. uh, for, for when they would build houses for window coverings. So I had knew, knew absolutely nothing about it, but um, again, was looking, um, you know, I had been in that mode for such a long time, and I'd been away from home and watched my kids grow up and missed one too many soccer games. And when this opportunity came, I, I was really, uh, I was intrigued, so I jumped at it. And I found, I found it to be, um, uh, it was the challenge that I was looking for, and it's also, um, I, it's been able to, 
give me an opportunity to be home every night and reconnect with the family. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, tell me a little bit about your setup in terms of, you know, you, you, you learn about this industry, you study it, you do your due diligence, and then you jump in. Are you working out of your self-storage facility? Do you have a, a, a space that is dedicated to record storage uh, in terms of high ceiling? Have you, have you sort of invested that way, or are you doing it sort of build, build this to a certain point so you can, can go into that big building? Yeah, what, 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 our, um, what our model is calling for is, it, it's a great question, because... Um, we what we did was we dedicated we have over 635 individual units here in various sizes and shapes yeah and we've de- dedicated a certain percentage of that space to Delaware Valley archives um, and uh, and so we we have racked out those those units to oh, okay. accommodate the, you know the the business that we've gotten in and and I should say that there was an existing amount uh, of uh, of inherent business that we didn't even realize in the self storage facility where some some law offices some medical practices were storing their boxes uh already however without you know a a, a, a records management system in yeah. place yeah. So so that was a neat transition that we were able to, to jump on. Yeah, and that's the cool um, part about the self storage world in terms of the one that I used to operate we we had you know, we we claimed somewhere in the twenty to thirty percent range of our active self storage clients were record storage clients. Yep. Yeah. Same thing here. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the goal is um, when we fill that space, uh, get to that point, that we would um, uh, transition to a to a more of a um, uh, warehouse slash uh, right. record center that had the higher. Uh, higher ceilings and things like that, so we could optimize our space. Okay, okay. So you're you're really truly are what I said. You're in early phase startup mode, but but you're starting to roll this thing and and building clients. And and I realize when you're you're expressing and exploring some of this, you're cautious in terms of what you say. But um, I, I I'm I'm always intrigued when I talk to someone who's kind of in startup mode. Um, you know from from what you learned a year and a half ago or two and a half years ago in jumping into this and then getting going with it, what, what are some of the things that you're dealing with that you didn't expect? Um, <laughs> I, think, I think one of the biggest things um, that uh, the challenges that, that, that we faced is the length of the sales cycle is much longer than I ever expected. Yeah. And, um, you know, from somebody that was selling uh, a product that, you know, you would take an order for X amount to selling a service um, where there's, uh, you know, um, several conversations and several meetings and, and back and forth, um, the, uh, the sales cycle was something that has, uh, has taken me a little bit by surprise. But the more that I get into it and the bigger the account, I should say, let me qualify it, um, the smaller the box quantity, the, uh, the, the shorter the life cycle, or shorter, shorter the sales cycle. Sales cycle, right. Um, uh, the larger they count, it seems like the longer the sales cycle. Yeah. And then the other thing that, again, just <laughs> this is showing my, uh, you know, how, how I'm a, a newbie, is, is the associated uh, hostage fees to, <laughs> to for, you know, when you're looking at uh, 
uh, submitting a proposal and somebody's somebody's evaluating you and all is uh, the, the the hostage fees that we encounter if they're dealing with someone else to come over to Delaware Valley Archives uh, sometimes in some cases uh, makes it prohibitive. Yeah, and it's it's a significant part of of this industry. And uh, I, if you're not from this industry and you're not aware of that coming in, it it's definitely one of those things that makes you go, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. they they're not if if you know someone's not providing good service and you're looking to help a particular client out. What you realize is that there's this huge monster bill you got to pay just to give them good service. So, uh, right. it's, it's an interesting dilemma. Yes. Yes. So. But, you know, other than that, um, you know, and, and the other thing is funny is that um, I get a flood of people um, that, uh, you know, you, you just don't hang a shingle up and say, hey, I'm in the record storage business and, and that kind of thing and, and, uh, and start to write orders. Um, this, this has become a, um, uh, you know, this, this, it seems like it's, it, it's gone in, in phases. And um, I'm not saying that... Uh, it's a bad thing, but um, you, 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 there's a three to four to five month phase um, where you're, you, you seem to be uh, swimming against the tide, and then 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 you'll get a hit, and something will something will pop for you. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not a quick a, a quick deal. Yeah. Did you get an early win that sort of helped keep the faith? We did. Yeah. We did. We um, we did a uh, a sales and marketing campaign that included a. Uh, um, and a little marketing piece that we sent out uh, touting our services. Yeah. And uh, then we followed it up with uh, a phone call uh, to, to all those uh, people that were on our list. And we got somebody that was uh, a couple guys that were with a large uh, attorney firm that uh, went out uh, by themselves. And uh, so there was some synergy. You know, we, we started talking about my startup and about their startup and Next thing you know, they asked us to come in, and, and we talked, and we were able to. Uh, I created some small business packages, if you will, um, to to kind of target these guys, and we were able to uh, to ink a deal, and so that that was our first our first sale, and and since then we've gotten several. I don't want to say several, but um, uh, quite a few uh, small business, if you will, accounts that. Uh, uh, that we've been successful in landing. Oh, very cool. And those yeah. those ones, despite the, uh, as you said, swimming against the stream, those early ones can sometimes be the thing that, that sort of keeps you driving forward because this is not an easy early startup phase industry. It's, you know, high high capital and even just buying rack systems for, you know, for your self-storage setup. It, it's an expensive proposition to, to get into this and with a sales cycle like it is. Right, right. Well, hey, listen, um, we're, certainly uh, a lot more is going out than is coming in right now as far as money is <laughs> concerned. So, yeah. uh, but by the same token, uh, you know, I, I, I like the market. I, I, think there's, I think there's growth in the market still to, still to be had. And, um, you know, we're, we're real optimistic that going forward, um, you know, we've, we've bought into the whole, to the whole system and, and um, the, people, the, the, the industry itself and as far as the members that are in the industry and, and the members of, of the PRISM group have been real supportive and, and really helpful in um, helping someone like me uh, with, 
with questions and concerns and, and, you know, hey, I've been there, I've done that, you know, this is what we've done type kind of thing. So um, it's been a supportive network as far as that's concerned. And we're, we're optimistic that um, um, the Delaware Valley Archives will, will you know, will, will make this thing successful. Yeah. Can you tell me maybe conversely where, where you've hit some maybe disappointing defeats in this first 18 months? Um, yeah, I, I would say that um, what we've seen is um, there's been some uh, people that have uh, obviously had a need and, and, and do have needs, and, and we've gotten to the point where we've had some, some very uh, good dialogue back and forth and even have been uh, asked to come in and do some needs analysis type things. But um, we've had a few that, because of the economy, have said to us, um, you know, hey, Bill, we really like what your service is all about and who, what your company does, and, and, and we think we'd like to, uh, uh, to use you. However, because of uh, the, the problems that we're facing financially right now, we're tightening our belt, and we're going to have to put this thing on hold. So we've had um, uh, more than a couple of those scenarios where we've been, unfortunately, haven't gotten the business because of the the hard economic times that, that uh, even the attorneys are feeling. So in, in some respects, the, you know, they, if the startup that you sort of birthed and thought through and created planning was based on the pre sort of crash conditions that we're facing. And um, that, that has obviously affected how, how many new clients have come on board from your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And um, I think that, uh, um, we, 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 offer a, we offer a good service. We try to offer things to not only small customers but larger customers. But I think because, as you say, this, this economic downfall, um, there's people that are still, you, you know, they may have been on the fence and, um, you know, because of the times right now are, are not, not storing their records off-site. They'll keep them in-house, and when this thing shakes out a little bit, they'll, they'll – you know, they'll look at it again. So we've been keeping an active database of all those kind of people. And we're, we plan to go back when things shake out for the better and see if we can get that business. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're, you in your current condition, your current state, um, 18 months in, working hard, seeing long, long um, sales cycle, frustrated sometimes by the economy. And a guy walks up to you in a conference and says to you, Bill, uh, I, I'm I'm thinking of jumping into this. What are you going to tell him or her? Well, um, <laughs> I think that I would. My advice would be that the uh, the rim industry is is a strong, um, growing industry, um, and I think it would it, it it's a fun, exciting, challenging industry. Um, but I think you have to. What I call find your space and, and find what you do and, and, and try to carve out your little niche and and, and kind of really run with that because um, this thing evolves and, and and maybe it's just because I don't have the experience yet but but um, if you can't if you can't change with it um, you, you might miss the curve and and uh, and so I would say to to him or her that um, if they can. If they can, can can be flexible enough to change with how the industry is going, they can capitalize. Maybe able to capitalize on some on some good sales. 
Hmm. So looking back over the last year and a half, what's been your biggest aha moment? My biggest aha moment? Yeah, what, what's uh, the thing that you've just gone, oh, wow. I mean, I, once you got that, certain things started making sense or you started talking differently when you talked to prospects. Has there been an aha moment or you know a, a significant piece of learning that has really helped to push the the way you do things differently or because that that thing that you just said is pretty significant that this is a constantly evolving industry it doesn't sit still um, right but I, I wonder um, if there's another sort of big aha that you've had yourself as someone who's not from this industry who is you know who's trying to get this thing off the ground um, well I, I would say that. Um, you know, I'm learning so much as I start to work with, um, you know, primarily I have to say attorneys. And when I go in to have face-to-face meetings with attorneys and um, I get to see their, uh, you know, what they're doing now versus what I can offer. And, um, and I, you're right, every meeting that I have and every day and every week and every month that goes by, my, my pitch becomes more professional, becomes yeah. much more uh, uh, persuasive. And, 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 and really, you know, it, it's all just a, the fact that I feel more comfortable in, in my environment with, with, as, I, as I continue to grow and, and learn about the industry. And then, and then, as I said to you earlier, it's the people in the industry that, whether it be PRISM or, you know, um, other people that are in this business that have helped me. Yeah. Um, the, a lot of the aha comes after phone calls and conversations that I have, and I, oh, really? Okay, that makes sense now. Right, yeah. <laughs> so so it's, it's, been, um, it's been a combination of just, uh, you know, growth, growth and, and learning, um, on-the-job training type kind of thing, learning and as well as leaning on my brethren, so to speak, within the network of, of, of other companies that are in our group uh, that has helped. Yeah, and that, that to me is one of the, the profound um, ahas for many of us. I, re- I remember when I was sort of in your shoes and trying to figure it out, and you know, I met a guy named Steve Richards, and this guy just sort of who we've had on the show a number of times now has taken, you know, took me under his wing and taught me everything. Uh, you know, freely shared that kind of stuff. And those are the kind of, that's the kind of cool relationship you developed in this industry, which are so wonderful and so helpful and give you those aha moments. They, they come so often from the shared conversations about problems we're trying to solve. And I think, I think that's such a cool thing. So very cool. Well, Bill, I, I've got to say, um, keep going, keep doing well. This is a great business. It's a great industry to be in. And I know you probably see glimpses of that and I know you're still not there yet. So I, along with everyone else is cheering like crazy that you get to the next level, which is just sort of that place where you're at least breaking even and (laughs) you're feeling good about that one. And then the next phase through the the development of a, a newer, you know, building, uh, record center environment and so many cool parts in the journey you're in and continued success in what you're doing. I really want to thank you for sharing your story. Uh, I know it's a story that's not completed, so um, make, make it a great one and we're cheering for you. Oh, thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate all your support and everybody's support. Thank you. All right. Thanks for talking. We'll talk soon. Well, there you have it. Another week, 
another good show. Thanks to Bill Blyle for sharing his secrets, his story, his uh, travails as a startup entrepreneur in the RIM services industry. Uh, great story. I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks to you for being here. We appreciate it. And if you have stories to share with us, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We can't wait to talk to you next week. Hope you have a good one. And we'll see you soon. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the RIM Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com. Where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.